Welcome everyone to another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. We've got a special episode for you today outside of Ghost Islands or Pearl Island recaps. Um, we are doing a special pre-merge Survivor season casting draft. Now, people all across the internet have all sorts of crazy ideas for what their like uh, returning player seasons for Survivor and the themes that they would have. Um, and this is my favorite that I think I've come up with. I'm sure other people have had the idea too, but a season of Survivor where every player on this season has been voted out before the merge. No players who are coming back uh, have lasted past the merge. And this like this idea comes to me almost every season. Um, most recently in Ghost Island, there's been so many players that have been voted out pre-merge that are good and like, man, I'd love to see them come back. And so I'm here with two of my friends and we are going to do a fantasy style draft of survivors from season 25 on that we want to see return in a pre-merge survivor season. So, like I said, I'm here with two guests. Uh, my first guest is Katie, who has been with us on Outwatch Live before. Welcome back to Outwatch. Thanks. I'm really excited to be a part of this. I've never really thought of it before. I've thought of players like, man, they were really good and pre-merge, but I'm really excited to see how this turns out. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. And I'm with Andy, who's also been with me on Outwatch Live before. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me back. I'm glad I wasn't completely awful the first time and good enough to come back for a second one. Well, beggars can't be choosers, so. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> we I We take what we get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, what we're going to do, and of course, with this uh, type of podcast, I've filled our Outwatch squad tonight with more Survivor experts than our typical group. So feel feel the honor and the privilege, you guys. I feel <laughs> so privileged. Incredibly privileged. That's great. Uh, just like many of the white folks that we're going to draft for this season. All righty. Good start. Good start. <laughs> so the way this is going to work is um, I have tasked each of us to do some research on survivors 25 through 35 um and i guess 36 too because that's ghost island i'm including ghost island i, I hope you guys did too. Mine, yeah, yeah I, I included it as well great 25 through 36 uh creating our own big boards and power rankings for this draft um and we are going to end up with 18 players on the season so each tribe is going to be made up of six um and afterwards we'll talk through our tribes maybe make some pre-game theoretical winner picks um, think whose tribe would be the best, um, who would have the most potential to do well in this season. So uh, before we went on air, we did a random number generator to determine the order of our draft, which will be a snake style draft, just like we did in our Pearl Islands fantasy draft. Uh, and the survivor gods led us to the order of myself, followed by Katie, followed by Andy. So... And then we'll run it back. Um, before we start, what were some of the things, uh, Andy and Katie, that you guys really prioritized when doing the research for this draft? What are some qualities that make up a top potential top pick? Well, when I was looking, something that I always look for when I pick someone to be a winner pick, mm -hmm. I always put, pick 
someone who is very social mm. and can work well with others. So when I was looking for people and researching them and how they played during their season, I looked for how well they worked with others and not just physical abilities and that and how smart they are, but you know, how well can they work with someone else? So I yeah. did I did some similar stuff. I a lot of my stuff were either players that I personally enjoyed watching or ones that I thought I don't know, kind of got like the short end of the stick when mm. it came to like people that like were good players, but got blindsided by like a crazy vote mm -hmm. or players that like, I don't, there's a couple that I considered that were medevacs or just like straight up quit. So I, yeah. I kind of threw in like a lot of different factors. Cause it's crazy to think like if somebody hadn't like quit or medevac, like how far they would have gotten. Yeah. Uh, I found that going through this, a lot of players, that were that ended up being high on my list kind of fell into the category of those who got really screwed on like bad numbers at a tribe swap, you know, that were like maybe in an OK position playing an OK game and then a swap happened and they ended up on the bad side of the numbers and kind of got hosed. So um, looking for that untapped potential. But uh, I'm really actually excited that I get the number one pick here because my pick, my my top of my board was a slam dunk for me, like not even a question. As soon as I remembered, oh, yeah, she didn't even make the merge. I was like, yeah, totally 100 percent my number one pick. And that is from Survivor uh, 32, Survivor Co-Rong, Anna Kate, originally of the Beauty Tribe. Uh, Anna's the professional poker player, if you remember correctly. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, who was on the Beauty Tribe, super smart, um, and doing a really good job on that tribe, I thought, before the merge. Super strategically minded, um, very socially strong, I thought, um, and just like not a jerk, like a lot of pre-merge players are. <laughs> um, yeah. And she was voted out um, right after a swap happened. And again, she just ended up on the bad side of the numbers. Um, I thought that she would do really well in that season. And I think that if she were to come back, um, she would be really, really good. So my number one overall pick, I'm going to go with Anna Kate from Survivor Korong. Uh, okay, for my first pick, I'm going to pick Rourke from Season Oh, Rourke! I wanted I, her so bad! I love her. I remember when we were watching Man. her season, um, I just couldn't believe that she was sent home. I thought she was strong physically, socially. Yeah. Every part of her game was, like, perfect. So I was so upset when she was sent home. So, um, but she was sent out fifth on day 14, and I think that her tribe uh, sent her home just because she uh, was smart, yeah. she was a good player, and she ended up being kind of um, the odd one out on when they switched. So, she, uh, but she's my first pick, and I'm so excited. She is one of two people on my big board that was my preseason winner pick for that season, but went out pre-merge. I wanted Rourke so bad. She was like next up on my list. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that neither of like the two people that I wanted to pick first are gone. So I'm really excited. Okay. Um, now I'm going to preface this by saying I don't remember a whole lot of these seasons. I remember them enough. I did a lot of research um, the past couple of days to try to like 
get my mind rolling on if I remembered people. And then I realized there's like a season or two that like I stopped watching halfway through and <laughs> need to go back and watch. So with that being said, my first pick is someone who got medevaced. Um, and somebody who came back and played for a second time. You're picking Beast Mode Cowboy? Dude, I'm, I'm picking oh, Caleb. That was my second pick. Beast Mode Cowboy. Off I'm the going board. Caleb Reynolds from both Calrong and Game Changers. He got the short end of the stick. He well, really first did. off, because he was <sighs> digging in the sand for eight hours in frickin' Calrong. Yeah. And then he got voted out, I think, <laughs> second in second or third in Game Changers. Like, totally. Yeah, second. He totally got, like, done for on that one. He was he's so strong. Like, he's really good physically, obviously. I mean, just look at him. And then he had a super... I thought he had a really good social game, and the only reason that he was gone from Kaurang was because he had to get Metavax. I mean, he didn't mm. even go to a, a tribal council, like, ever in I that will, first season. I will happily let you take Beast Mode Cowboy because <laughs> he was low on my board. I really? think he is hashtag bad at Survivor. I love him, well. so that doesn't bother me a bit. I love Beast Mode Cowboy. <laughs> take Beast See, Mode that- Cowboy. See, that's the problem with a lot of my picks, because I like went for people that like I kind of recognize more than anything. But mm. so it goes back to me. Right. I've, I've got the next pick. Yep, correct. You've got the next one. OK, um, this is a tough one. Then I was I was expecting more people on my big board to be off here. I'm going to because I kind of did it in order of season. I think I'm going to go with uh, the most recent boost f- boot from Ghost Island. And that is Bradley. Bradley, he was on on the top of my list, too. I'm going to pick Bradley. All right. Um, He was kind of a douche, but, you know, you kind of have to be a douche in Survivor sometimes. I think he just was a little bit too much of a douche. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I think he was really, really good strategically. He kind of orchestrated that power five. alliance that voted that kept hacking off all the people before they did the three tribe switch Mm -hmm. um and the tribe swap kind of screwed him over he was one of those people that i was looking through and was like man like if that tribe swap didn't happen or if things like kind of changed differently he might be in a different situation so i am going bradley at number two yeah Uh, bradley a, a decent pick i think lower on my board as well but um uh my favorite thing about Bradley is how he doesn't like doesn't like sand or dirt. He's the Anakin Skywalker. The tribe is just so dirty. <laughs> There's actual sand at Navidi. And we I just don't have like dirt sand. Here. It's coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. Yeah, Anakin yeah. Klahigi. I think yeah. he knew the game though. He like did. he was smart and he was wanting to make those moves, but he just was too much, too fast, I think, which is what sent him home. His biggest problem is just that he's a jerk. Yeah. And he even at like, uh, <laughs> he even said it a couple even times, says it. He's like, like that people annoy me. And yeah. I was like, why are you on the show? <laughs> yeah. I, I think he had a confessional that was like, I think the biggest problem for me in this game and the hardest thing about it is just not being a total dick to people. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was, also, maybe the first time that Dick was set on Survivor, so <laughs> that's fun. Making progress. Yeah. All right, so uh, first two picks for Andy, Beast Mode Cowboy and 
Anakin Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. You're uh, maybe have a type. That means it's back to Katie. Katie, what are you going to do with your second pick here? Okay, I am going to pick. I think I'm going to go with Cliff from season mm. 28. Dang. Cliff. Um, yeah, I really liked him during his season. I thought that he went home too soon. He was a strong player. He was liked by a lot of people. So it's not like he was a bad person or rude or whatever. So I think that when he, when they had a tribe swap and everybody was in a different group, he was seen as a threat. And so with his strength, so I think that that's why he was sent home. So I just wanted to keep going. Cliff was a professional basketball player, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yep. He was super strong, and uh-huh. people knew it, which I think is why they wanted him gone before the merge, just because he could easily win those individual immunity challenges. Interesting. Cliff wasn't even on my board. I love him. Really? Yeah. I, well, he I had was him strong and social. Mine. That's why I put him on mine, just yeah. because he was well-liked, but he was also a strong player, so I thought mm-hmm. he would be a good one to put. I honestly just don't remember much from this season because that that tribe, that brawn tribe, was mm-hmm. so dominated by like the Tony Officer Sarah yes. Wu stuff. Oh yeah, I don't even really remember him being around. I've I've got a couple people on my big board from from that season, mm-hmm. and one one that just makes me laugh every time I see the person. I'm not gonna give it away, but I hope to make that person my last pick. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Great. <laughs> really excited for that. And I think I know who it is, and he's actually not that super low on my list. I hope it's not who I think it is. I'm going to okay, be really mad about this. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So it's back to me. Um, I am getting the distinct privilege here of, because I get back to back. The draft has been really good to me thus far, because I'm going to get to pick numbers one two and three on my big board wow look at you uh so you guys really drafted with different things in mind than i did um my next pick is going to be abby elliott from triple h i have her online i she was a lot of people's winner picks going into triple h yeah my winner pick was rourke like you stole from yeah. me yeah um, but I thought Allie played such a good pre-merge game. She was really, like, uh, present in the story um, during the pre-merge. Her, so this is, like, an underreported thing, but Allie and Patrick, remember Doofy Patrick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were, yeah. like, knew each other in real life going Wait, into really? the season. Yeah, just, like, acquaintances. Huh. Um, but Allie, like navigated that voting like Patrick out early, I think was really intentional and strategic of like, this could be a problem for me. This guy's an idiot. We just need to get rid of him. (laughs) I don't want him associated with me. Yeah. Um, She was really strong socially. She thought strategically. Um, She's very pretty. That's not worth nothing. Um, (laughs) I thought she was great. And going into the merge, honestly thought that, uh, she had a chance to win, but, you know, got voted out right before the merge. So I feel really strongly about Allie Elliott and would love to see her come back and also think she'd do really well if she did. So that is my next pick. That was number three on mine. Mm. So She's pretty high up there for me. 
She was really, really good on her season. She was gone way too soon. Yeah. She um, kind of got hosed by Ryan. Ryan. Yes, yeah, she did. She really did. Before I take my next pick. Um, oh, yeah, you get to go two Yes, yeah. Uh, let's reset the board here a little bit. Um, so far, on my tribe, I've got Anna Kate and Allie Elliott. Katie's got Rourke Luskin and Chris Cliff. Chris. <laughs> Cliff Robinson. <laughs> Andy's got Beast Mode Cowboy and Bradley Klahegi. That's what we're working with so far. A third of the way done. What fun. Um, so with my next pick, uh, I'm going to go with another recent boot. Um, in fact, a Ghost Island boot. And that is Stephanie Johnson. <gasps> oh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> oh. I loved Stephanie. Um, I did not think much of her in the preseason, mm -hmm. but that first episode... She has that queen moment when uh, she gets Jacob to tell her everything. And mm -hmm. I was like, yep. dude, she can play. She's uh, physically competent. She obviously has a great social game, uh, can be manipulative, thinks, strate thinks strategically, knows the game really well. Um, had a great story arc, um, which is worthwhile, too. Yep. I think I think she would be great in a second season. She maybe wouldn't. So, like, I think she was underestimated in those first couple episodes and maybe got more um, out of, like, a Jacob than she would be able to a second time. She wouldn't maybe fly under the radar in that way. But um, I think she would do really well in a returning player season. And I think there's a pretty high probability that she actually will return. Yeah, I do, too. Based on yeah, the story they, we got from her. So Yeah, they she set her was up like real really, hard. really good. Yeah. She was great. I loved watching Stephanie Johnson. I wish she wouldn't have been booted. She was one of my early season favorites this season. She wasn't afraid to, like, make those big moves. I think part of it was because mm -hmm. she was in the bottom. So I think she was willing to do anything to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I and then so she too. got that... She got that weird episode at the very end mm -hmm. of her of her run where it was just like the sad episode where like all three of the people that were on the bottom. It was like her and Libby yep. and Michael and all three of them were just like, well, we're just going to roll over and accept whoever gets out, gets out type deal. It was really weird. That episode kind of like set her up for a, almost a redemption story. Yeah. So uh, I'll take Stephanie Johnson there. And with that, my tribe's halfway full. And I've got some strong women who don't need no men on this tribe. <laughs> Katie, it's back to you. Pick your third pick. Okay. Um, I'm also going to go with Ghost Island with the most recent season. And I'm going to pick Morgan. Uh, Morgan. I okay. really liked her. And I was so sad that when she went home, I thought she was a really good physical player, but she was also social. But she knew that she needed to make some kind of big move, and that's what actually sent her home. But at least she was willing to do that. So I think if she would have made it to the merge, she would have been a strong leader and okay. a strong person to lead a group of people to, like, let's make these big moves. Yeah. So, but yeah, I liked her. Yeah. Fun we, fact, she is originally from New Albany, Indiana. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I didn't huh. know that. Huh. Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't get a whole lot of her in her short amount of time mm -hmm. this season. She was season. the third person voted out mm -hmm. this last season. In that first episode, that first double episode was just so D Jacob Derwin heavy and yep. Malolo heavy. We didn't get much out of <laughs> I anything. I hope nobody put him on their list. Abs <laughs> I Maybe did not he's put a sleeper, not man. <laughs> he's a sleeper. Uh, really? Is he, though? I mean, you could see a scenario. He knows so much about Survivor. 
Yeah. You could see maybe a scenario where he lo- like he recognizes I was just a ball of anxiety. <laughs> I pretty much can recognize the things I did horribly wrong and now come out, you know, more centered <laughs> and can do those things. I don't know. He I don't think he could ever get past his like incredibly doofy performance <laughs> in his first time out, but yeah. If he could, he could maybe have some potential. Yeah, Morgan's an interesting pick because she's she's almost like a even deeper Kelly Wentworth level sleeper. Yeah. You know, Kelly Wentworth is like the prime example, I think, of pre-merge player with a lot of potential that maybe didn't even come through on the TV show mm-hmm. her first time out, but came back a second time and was awesome. Um Morgan Ricky maybe has Kelly Wentworth potential as someone. I, just, I really thought she did a good job in challenges. Mm. So I think that if she would have made it post-merge, I think she would have won a couple individual immunity challenges. Yeah. Don't trust the cute blondes. <laughs> nope. Morgan Ricky's parting words. All right, Andy, it's back to you. All right. I am going to go uh, pretty far back. Um, I'm going to pick someone from Caramone. And that is Matt I'm picking Matt, from, Matt from Caramoan. I am picking Matt because I, I feel like he was is. he is the big bearded dude with a lot of tattoos who got screwed over by a tribe. Switch. Oh, yes. Matt like, Bischoff. Yeah, he had the beard that was like in one <laughs> rat tail down the middle. Yep. And had like, he kind of looks like the YouTuber Smooth McGroove a little bit. Um, <laughs> he totally does. <laughs> um, but he was really heavily aligned with Michael Snow from that season and like kind of basically tore down an alliance at his tribe. And then they did a tribe switch and he was immediately in the minority of his new tribe and immediately got voted out, which is really unfortunate because he first off was like riding high, had no votes against him going into that and helped orchestrate like two really big moments for his tribe. And then just kind of got screwed over in the end by it. I can't even comment on this because I remember nothing about his play in this yeah, season. Yeah, I, I think I <laughs> All I remember about this season was um, how incredibly lopsided and unfair it was that you have a tribe full of returning players versus a tribe of newbies who just got blasted. Um, and then I remember the Brandon Hance incidents and how bad Shamar was. Yeah. Uh, and Philip. Yeah, and pretty much. Malcolm with the three amigos. The three amigos stuff was great this season. All in all, a pretty lukewarm season. But yeah, it was the first like fan. Or it may not have been the first fans versus favorites, mm-hmm. but it was. A, it's the one that Cochran won. Yep. Yep. So, I love Cochran. Oh, I wish I could choose him. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a survivor hot take, isn't it? People liking him. Thought that was a survivor hot take. Uh, it's, it's a, he's pretty divisive. Lots of people like him. Lots mm-hmm. of people are annoyed by him too, though. He could, it depends on the person. Yeah, I liked Cochran. I loved him. I, did too. I thought he was pretty good. He was really smart, and yeah. he was able to make it to the end. And nobody probably thought that in the beginning. Yeah. 
He also had no votes against him throughout that whole thing. He had nobody vote against him. Yep. He was One well of liked. the few. Well, did he vote correctly each time? I don't actually know. Because that would be a Survivor Perfect game. One of the few ones. I don't remember. I don't think he did because I know I know JT in his first time out played a perfect game in that he, he never a received game. a vote and always voted correctly. Mm-hmm. No, um, he, he played, voted correct. Yeah, he sucked the last two. I know. Cochran in his in that season. Um, I'm looking at his voting history. Me too. Um, I don't think so. Because he voted Eddie twice and he voted Malcolm yeah. three different times. Yep. <laughs> so, all right, it goes back to me. Um, yep. Take another one. Let's think here. But for the record, I, Matt was also not on my board at all. So. You can have them. Cool. I'm, I'm <laughs> confident in I'm confident in my tribe. Um, I am going to. This is this is an interesting pick because there's like three or four people that I was kind of on the fence about on this mm-hmm. one, and I am gonna go with a someone from Kaurang, and I am gonna go with Liz from Kaurang. Okay. Yep. Um, she was the third boot on that season. She was part of the Brains Tribe. Yep. Um, and the reason that she got voted out was because her and that douchebag Peter like tried to basically control the tribe. Yeah. And people were like, "No, I'm not doing that." Yeah. And voted her out. And then Peter just kind of hung around because I think they won immunity a couple different times, and they just thought of him as a good, like, physical person on the tribe yeah he was the classic like this is such an obvious target we can get him whenever we want pretty much but i thought liz had a lot of potential she's like people on the brains tribe like i feel like are always going to be full of potential Mm -hmm. um but her big downfall was losing to debbie so Mm. that wasn't fun but (laughs) she (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah i'm gonna go with liz I liked Liz a lot going into the season two. She, yeah, just was soup. Yeah, got a big head on her shoulders and got really arrogant. But yeah, she was on my board. I think that if given another chance with a different group um, and with some more humility, she, yeah, she could be pretty good. Uh, Katie, your pick now. Okay, I am going to go with. Uh, Mari from Mari Takahashi. Yes, That's from Millennials pick. versus Gen X, and yep. I was really surprised when she went home because I thought she was really strong in the beginning, and so when she was voted out second, I was like very surprised. But I know it's because she was very strategic and mm-hmm. everything she had to think through. And that became a big threat. So that's why she ended up going home. But I thought she was strong. I yeah. thought she was pretty social and she was she was good at challenges. So I felt like she would have made it far had she not been voted out. Yeah. Mari is one of my top picks coming up, too. She was going to maybe be one of my next ones. She was a lot of people's pregame winner picks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her biggest downfall is that she I think she was the oldest millennial. Um, um. Yeah, I don't she, think was. she was. Was she? I, th- oh. I think she was. She was like in her thirties. I'm pretty sure. I thought there was one other guy that was older than her. In any case, she's one of the oldest millennials, at least. And 
yeah, didn't fit in really well with that group, just didn't connect initially. Oh, yeah, she was because um, Paul wasn't. He was a Gen X. Oh, yeah, freaking Paul. Yeah. Mari was 31. The next oldest uh, millennial was Michelle at 28. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I, th- I think that's a great pick. Um, I thought she would have been really good have had she been given more time out there. Yeah. She was smart and, uh, yeah, I think would have been a good player. Okay, so it's back to me. And guess what, guys? I get to get my fourth pick, too, on my big board. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just raking it in. You guys are not thinking the same way I am, which doesn't mean that you're thinking poorly. Yeah. just means we're thinking differently. Uh, I'm going to pick Max Dawson from season oh, 30. My list. Survivor Dang Worlds it. Apart. I the do, Survivor Professor. Yep, yes, the Survivor Professor. Yes, I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a confession, and that is that this season, season 30, is the only season that I stopped watching because I hated it so much. <laughs> really? I, I hate this season. I think that freaking, oh God, what's even his name? Uh, the Mike Holloway is like one of the worst winners ever. He was bad really? at Survivor. He, did, he was not good strategically. He sounded he, so much like Patrick from SpongeBob, though. How can you not love him? Yeah. He's, he, just a good old boy from Texas. Right. He yelled a lot and um, won a lot of challenges, but wasn't good strategically or really socially for that matter. Um, that season had a lot of interesting people on it. I'm looking at the list now. Yeah, like, Rodney, Dan. Dan sucked. Honestly, Dan was God. the main reason I stopped watching this season, I'll be honest. The, if, I'm not gonna spoil. Yeah, Dan was really bad. Yeah. I remember how bad he was. There was time, like, they sh- like completely outed Dan on the reunion show that year, too. Yeah. Like, it was hilariously awkward that yeah. reunion show <laughs> Dan you suck you're terrible <laughs> and like because Rod- Rodney was mad at him and Jeff was like hey we've got video of you telling him that his mom's a whore like yeah. <laughs> it's just like whoa <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I'm going with Max here he again knows the game of Survivor as well as just about anybody um, he was in a bad place because he made the bad decision to pair up with Shireen who was just super disliked. Actually, this is also why I didn't like this season. It was so mean. It was such yeah. like an aggressive, mean, like personal season. But it also gave us two of the most beautiful people in Survivor history in Joe and Haley. So can you really be that upset by it? <laughs> no, for that reason, no. Um, <laughs> before Worlds or before Game Changers, someone in like an interview with Jeff Jeff mm-hmm. said that Haley Ford is the sexiest survivor ever, which is a pretty <laughs> hot take from Probst. Yeah, he's like his wife was a former survivor contestant. Dude. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no. they didn't get married. They just oh, did okay. it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Fact check that. But yeah, right. I'm going Max Dawson here. I think given another chance, um, he would maybe play a little cooler at the beginning, um, but would still know a lot. I don't know if he could win. Um, unless he has really updated his social abilities, um, but would at least be a pretty strong and powerful player in this game. I did fact check you. He started dating Julie from Vanuatu. I don't know. Vanuatu. Yeah, they started dating in 2004 and broke up in 2008. Yep. 
Okay, um, for my next pick, I'm going to go off of board a little bit because I'm going to start picking some fun people um, because my tribe is just full of ringers right now. And I'm deciding which one of those I want to take. Um, I think when we're done, too, we can maybe talk about some people that didn't get picked because that would be fun. But yeah, um, I'm going to go with Survivor Kagayan's Bryce Johnston. Bryce really? is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he is on. <laughs> um, Rob has a podcast from time to time. Mm hmm. And the dude is so funny. I would just love to see him on TV again. Um, he also had the problem that a lot of people did and that he just didn't really uh, fit in with the other people on the tribe. Right. He was on the beauty tribe, um, which was full of lots of like, oh, like model types. And he is not that he's just someone who cares about looking How good he yeah he's, <laughs> you know he's a social worker yeah um <laughs> but bryce was hilarious uh and i would love to see him play survivor again mm -hmm. if nothing else for the um the entertainment value so i'm gonna go bryce johnston here with my second to last pick Alrighty. all right for my fifth pick I'm going to go with Russell Swan. So, uh, what was his, what did he do his first season? He was in, um, Survivor Samoa. He was the one that got, he had that really bad dehydration and got taken out. Was it pre-merge? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't it pre-merge? I don't know. I didn't check because I just didn't want Russell Swan. <laughs> <laughs> what season was he in again? Was he... Philippines. Philippines. Okay. Yeah, he was season 25. Philippines is, I think, my favorite season of Survivor. It was a really, really good season. Uh, he was he was pre-merged for both. That's what I thought. That's okay. Thought. Yeah, you can have Russell but Swan. <laughs> I picked him more for the Philippines, but, you know, I thought he deserved a second chance. He had a lot of bad luck on his season. Does but he deserve I a third chance? Strong. <laughs> you know, well, a third chance, I guess you're right. But, um... I thought he was strong, and a lot of people thought of him as a leader, yeah. so I thought that he could be a good pick. Kind of like a last minute, I kind of found him. I was like, you know what? We're going to try it and see what happens. Russell Swan is responsible for what may be the funniest moment, I believe, in the history of Survivor, and that's after his tribe keeps losing, the Matt Singh tribe, yes. like notably potentially the worst tribe ever. They keep <laughs> losing. He gets like super religious out there on the island for a while. And he's like just openly after like losing challenges. He's like, why, God? Oh, yeah. Why, Lord, <laughs> yeah. is this happening? And, and, and Jeff goes like, Russell, what what's going on? Are you talking to talking to God? And Russell goes. I don't even know, Lord. I mean, Jeff. <laughs> I don't even know, Lord. <laughs> Call Jeff Post, yeah. Lord. <laughs> that is so funny. It's incredible. Oh, my gosh. And uh, as soon as we're done recording this, I will make it mandatory that we find that YouTube okay. clip and watch it again. <laughs> I don't even know, Lord. I mean, Jeff. <laughs> he calls <laughs> Jeff Post, <laughs> Lord, which is the perfect thing for anything to ever happen. Um, so, yeah. I'm in favor of more Russell Swan if we get more calling of Jeff Probst Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
Russell Swan off the board. Uh, Andy, you're down to your final two picks here. This is so one of these is going to be one. My my last pick will be one that's kind of just like for fun because he needs to be on a tribe. Um, okay. But before that, um, I'm going to talk this pick out to you guys. So I, I'm deciding between two different people. And I think ultimately um, I'm going to pass on Alan Ball, the crazy guy <laughs> from H3, yeah. who like totally screws his tribe by like thinking two people are a power couple. Yeah. And I Making am going to go on the beach with <laughs> I'm going to go with a person who got booted first in their season. And I'm going to go with Nadia from San Juan. Oh, del Sur. She's on my list. Oh, that she's was going to be mine. my pick. See, I think, well, obviously her sister ended up winning. So yes. her twin is a survivor winner. So yes. So that's a good plus. And yep. the reason she was voted out was uh, because they were afraid of her experience from uh, the uh, Amazing Race, the which amazing obviously race, they yeah. should have been with her sister as well because mm -hmm. she ended up winning. But I think she would have been an interesting character. She was, I remember her on the amazing race. That was a long time ago. I feel like, yeah, but I remember the two of them on there and them doing really well. They seemed very, I mean, they're basically the same person. So <laughs> if one of them's going to win, then the other one will, yeah, the other one will probably win too. Is That's what how I was going to say. If I picked her, she was one of my <laughs> picks that I was going through for the last one. That's a good pick. I think. And then finally, because there's a deeper connection and I will explain this later, I am picking another first boot and that's David Sampson from uh, Brains vs. Bronze. Yes, he is. No. He I is think David's the, on my list. Is he really? I might have put him. He is no, the, I didn't. Yeah, I looked right? at him, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he is the former team president of the Miami Marlins. Yeah. And the reason it's funny to me is I listen to a sports podcast based out of Miami, and he calls in every day to talk about movies and then also to get ripped by the people for allowing this <laughs> terrible thing to happen to the Marlins. <laughs> so whenever I see him, I just think of him getting yelled at by Dan Lebetard and Stu Gatz. And I just want him back on an island again so that my favorite podcast podcast can be filled with more content so i am picking david uh samson the harbinger of screwing over miami baseball once again does he really call in to yeah every thursday on their local hour he will call in and give a movie review all while uh dan is asking him why did jeter do this how did you allow this to happen what can you talk about <laughs> why is the team saying they're based out of the british virgin islands tell me david why <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's um, that's not a good survivor pick, but a no, fun one but... nonetheless. <laughs> so, Andy, that means that your tribe uh, is consisted of Beast Mode Cowboy, yep. Bradley Klahigi, Matt Bischoff, Liz Markham, Nadia Anderson and David Sampson. That is correct. All right, we, are, we'll, we are a strong six. We'll deconstruct that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Katie, it's your last pick. What are you going to do here? Uh, I'm going to pick Jennifer from season 32. She's also Jenny. Um, you know, I was sad when she went home because I thought she was a really good player. And she started off rough. Like, she had a bug in her ear. Oh, that it was oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I hated For that. For days. Like, that's awful. She deserves a second chance. Um, but yeah, I thought that, and she had a really rough tribal mm -hmm. because she was like trying to plead for her life. And it was, a. I heard that it was very, very long and obviously mm. they didn't show all of it, but, 
Um, I was reading about her, and when she was talking about her tribal, she's like, I was standing on the stool, and it was just <laughs> really funny to read. But I thought she was a good player. I thought she wanted to make big decisions and big moves, hmm. but uh, she just did it way too early, So, um, and she got in trouble because she tried to do that all-girl alliance, yeah. and she got outed for it. So Yeah. I felt really strongly about her after, like, the first episode. I thought she could be really good. Mm-hmm. And then um, she got a bug in her ear. And then she got a bug in her ear and went nuts. She did, but wouldn't you? Yeah. If you had a bug scratching yeah, around in your ear, I would go crazy. I would. Um, yeah, so a, a potential redemption story for Jennifer Lanzetti. Interesting choice. Katie, that leaves you with Rourke Luskin, Cliff Robinson, Morgan Rickey, Mari Takahashi, Russell Swan. And Jennifer Lanzetti. What and a group. <laughs> what a group indeed. So I'll round us out here. Um, hmm. You have all the picks. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk through some that I'm not going to pick, and then I'll choose, tell you who I am going to pick. Okay. I'll resist the temptation to pick Darnell Aquadump Hamilton. Oh, he was on my <laughs> list. I was really tempted to take him. <laughs> that would be really fun. Um, I will resist the urge to pick Peter Obama Bagenstoss. He was also on my list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I, I'm not going to pick Val Collins, but uh, she would be another strong pick I here, I think. I her. Uh, that's Jeremy's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Figgy from Millennials versus Gen X. I looked at Figgy for a really long time. I didn't end up putting her on my list, but it was, took a lot. I went, kept going back and forth. I think if you put Figgy in another season where she is not bogged down with Taylor, mm-hmm. um, I think she could be really good. Yeah. Um, I think she actually watches and knows the show mm-hmm. and knows the game. Um, she just got, I think even like... Into the show, it seems like she regretted um, hooking up with Taylor mm-hmm. because is Taylor is a true fool, yes, uh, and bad at Survivor. And yeah. if if she would never have gotten with him, I think she maybe had the she potential made, to do well. She would have been a lot better, <laughs> yeah. a lot better off. <laughs> so I think if you put her back, um, and now she has the showman's out of mind, she could do pretty well. Um, and that rounds out my tribe with Anna Kate, Allie Elliott, Stephanie Johnson, Max Dawson, Bryce Johnston, and Figgy Figueroa. Um, Alrighty. Yeah, there are our results. Um, I'll run it back in just draft order one time. Um, the official order of our pre-merge draft was Anna Kate, Rourke Luskin, Caleb Reynolds, Bradley Klahigi, Cliff Robinson, Ali Elliott, Stephanie Johnson, Morgan Rickey, Matt Bischoff, Liz Markham, Mari Takahashi, Max Dawson, Bryce Johnston, Russell Swan, Nadia Anderson, David Sampson, Jennifer Lanzetti, and Figgy Figueroa. What a cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like all over the board. Do you yeah. think this would be a good season? No. I <laughs> no. There are some no. strong personalities i feel like in here i think that some people it would i don't think they would put all these people together anyway like looking (laughs) at their you know their tapes that they send in like they'd be like yeah these people cannot be together (laughs) (laughs) especially now that they've seen them yeah there's no way but it'd be a really interesting season to watch 
I would kind of be into it. And it, like it doesn't match, you know, most returning player seasons. Like you've got to have some star power of yeah. like, oh, Tony's coming back. Or, uh, wow, they got Sandra to do it again, right? Yeah, yeah. There's none of that. <laughs> For it's an like, eighth time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, M- Matt Bischoff. <laughs> Russell Dave, Swan again. David Sampson. David Sampson. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think for, like, Survivor fans, this would be cool to see. Looking at our tribes, uh, who do you think has the upper hand? Or I guess, Andy, how do you feel about your tribe? If um, this if this was going into a season, how do you think they would fare? I think that they would see because they they've got all of the strength they need in Caleb in and he's just he could be strong for six people um, and Matt. Um, I think they've got some strategic people in Bradley and Liz and then we didn't really get to see anything of Nadia and David, but I'm confident that Nadia would do well. And I'm confident that yeah. David would be the first person voted out of the season. Okay. <laughs> I think Nadia would do well, too. She was on my list just because mostly because of her twin sister. Like, let's just be mm-hmm. honest. Like, they yeah. are they shared a womb, so <laughs> they have to have some of the sim- same ideas. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think she would do really, really well if she had another chance. Yeah. Well, I, I imagine. Th- Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think that she would do surprisingly well because people would be like, oh, they would remember her from like Amazing Race and like how her sister won. But I also feel like she would do well because her sister was like very much a physical threat for as much yeah. as she didn't look like it. Yeah. And as much mm-hmm. as like people doubted her, she was a physical threat. So I would expect her to kind of be the same way. They were both like always like health nuts throughout the amazing race mm-hmm. and stuff. So I would expect her to do well physically. Uh, she has a very bubbly personality, so I'd expect her to do well socially. And then I just, I feel like she'd make it pretty far, like farther than people would expect. I imagine that on your tribe, Beast Mode Cowboy and Bradley will immediately hate each other. Yep. <laughs> Bradley especially will hate Caleb. Oh my gosh. I can't eat like if he starts coming, I'm Beast Mode Cowboy, yeah, who, like who Bradley would be guy? done. <laughs> and he would let him know. Yeah. Um, so that immediately would form. Yeah. I think Nadia and Bradley would get along. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know and remember enough about Liz to make a judgment on that. But I think yeah. See, I Andy, if I you think- were to make go ahead. I think Liz and Bradley would not like each other because they'd both see each other in the same way as a very strong, like strategic mm. threat. Mm-hmm. I think I think Liz would try to recruit Beast Mode Cowboy and uh, David Sampson. <laughs> I can't even say his name without laughing. Liz could, or Bradley could be Liz's new Peter. They kind of form the same role. Yeah, I can see that. If you were to pick a winner pick um, first, Andy, from your tribe and then from the season mm-hmm. as a whole. Who would that be? I think from my tribe, if I had to pick a winner, that's a tough one because I'm going back and forth between two. I'm going back and forth between Nadia and Matt. I we haven't really talked a whole lot about Matt because not a whole lot of us remember him. But mm-hmm. I think that he could legitimately like be a very strong social threat just because I mean he was before he literally got screwed over by a tribe swap I mean have had the tribe swap not happened or had he just picked a different buff that was in the bag or whatever he would his story would be completely different um but I think I'm gonna go with the dark horse and I'm gonna go Nadia as the winner pick on my tribe Mm -hmm. um 
And then from the whole season, ugh, that's a tough one. I want to rep my tribe and say Nadia again, but I don't want to be a homer. I think I'll go Stephanie. Okay. I can see I can see Stephanie pulling out. I mean, because she's very she's a physical person. I was like before this season started, like I was going through the cast and like a lot of them have social media stuff. She's like a Mm -hmm. totally like super crazy triathlete. Yeah, it's so, like Try Mom or something, right? Is yeah, she, yeah, she does like, I don't know if she does Ironman competitions, but she seems like the type of person that would do those. Yeah. Um, and she's very good socially. But the one thing that wavers from her is that, I mean, that second chance that she'd get people would kind of know her shtick. But I'm still mm-hmm. going to pick her. I'm confident that she would get pretty far if not win. All right. Katie, looking at your tribe, what are you thinking? How do you um, feel about this group? I'm feeling pretty good, but I already know my winner, Rourke, obviously. Yeah. That's the only, when I, when we started this, that was the first person that I knew I wanted. Like, I was like, I have to have her. Mm. Like, there's no (laughs) option but to have Rourke on my team. So she is obviously the winner pick. But really, if I had to pick somebody else on my team, I'd pick Mari because I just really thought she was a strong player. And I thought she would have made it far had she not been voted out. Um, but f- for the whole season that we have, I'm going to have to say Stephanie too, because hmm. I really thought she was strong. Like she could physically participate in the challenges, Yeah. but she was also really good at coming up with plans and trying to save herself. And she came up with some like really good reasons. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just save me, save me. Like she had some good reasons why she should stay and why somebody else should go. Yeah. I, uh, just remember the way that Russell was with his tribe on his second time out in Philippines where he was like, we got to do it this way, guys, but like was bad at it. I, yeah, that's true. Imagine he would do that again and would he would not. probably be Hopefully the first one gone in your tribe. <laughs> when they <laughs> yeah, I, Russell was probably my first one. Yeah. I think all the, my other people besides Russell was like a last minute swing that may not have been the best choice. But everybody else, <laughs> I'm was, very, very confident in. We got to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jeff Probst, though, because <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Lord and Savior, Jeff Probst. I think that the girls on your tribe are smart enough and to look at Russell immediate and be like... Um, Send him home. We're going to get rid of him, yeah? <laughs> Every tribe has one of those. I think so, too. I feel really strongly about my tribe, too. I think I've got my first four are... Potentially the four strongest players in this game mm-hmm. between Anna, Allie, Stephanie, and Max. Uh, Bryce is in there just for fun. <laughs> yeah. But I think Figgy could be really good, too. Um, I think if this tribe were in real life, I would actually be kind of nervous because I think there's so many pretty strong players in here. There's not an obvious first boot other than, I mean, Bryce. It's probably Bryce. Um and then I would be nervous for Max after that. Um, they're not the physically the strongest. We don't really have any big guys. Um, so that would be a problem well, you have a in lot the of tribal girls, phase. Though, on yours. Yeah. I, I think do. a lot. We picked a lot of women for. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times in Survivor, they sometimes the women get kicked off first. So. Yeah. If I were to make a winner pick here, uh, I don't know. Anna was my first overall pick. And I still think that that would she'd be really strong. Um, the way that the season shook out, though, with like lots of really kind of like strong personalities and not a whole lot of under the radar folks, mm-hmm. I kind of think it would be a subtle under the radar person that would win. 
Um, someone who can kind of like control and manipulate the people who are just going out swinging. Yeah. Um, and so I think if I were to pick a winner for my tribe, it would be Allie. I think she has that potential. But yeah. I think if I'm making a winner pick, I'm going to fall into my same trap I did in season 35 and pick Rourke again. I just <laughs> like Rourke so much. I, she is like my favorite. I love her. And I, I th- was like devastated when I she know. was at home. I think looking at this season, though, and too, like Rourke is so socially strong, mm-hmm. so <clears> smart, <throat> that I think she would be able to manipulate and control, you know, the Cliff and Caleb and Bradley and Matt and... Nadia's and Jennifer's and Russell's, you know, yeah, in such a way that would allow her to win. Um, but if if I'm taking my tribe or the field, I'm taking my tribe. I feel good. I I would also take your tribe. I would that makes also you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty happy with how it all shook out. Well, this was how? a fun. Go ahead. Here. I was going to say, if you had to pick a seventh person, who would you oh, pick? Who would my next pick be? A little, a little twist in there. Okay. If you had to okay. pick a, a, a next pick. Uh, Cece Taylor from Millennials vs. Gen X. She was on my list. She was another one of my pregame winner picks. Turned out to be one of my worst pregame winner picks. But um, because I have pride, I like to hope that maybe she would come back and do better a second time. <laughs> What about what you? What about you, Katie? Um, I, I don't know. I think I might pick Katrina from season thirty-five. She was the first one voted. Katrina Radke. Yeah, but I thought she was strong. But <laughs> she was voted out more for her age. Like it wasn't because yeah, of, being kind of weird. It, yeah, that was just her age. But I think she was strong. I thought she was pretty smart. So I think I would pick her just okay. for just another somebody who's a little bit stronger. I think I would do uh, Jatia from Kageyan. Jatia, dump yeah, the rice I, in the fire. Oh yeah, gosh. dump the rice in the fire. That was crazy. That I was could crazy. not believe that. She was a little, a lot crazy. Um, <laughs> a lot, for sure. But I feel like that, like the craziness aside, I don't know. I feel like the game might have gotten to her like a little bit too much. Like she came in with different expectations. That's kind of why she went off the boat a little bit. Mm. But. I think she would perform decently well. I think that she would um, like surprise people. And but I also feel like we'd run the risk of her getting voted out super early because they're like, oh my gosh, she's gonna dump the rice in the fire again. <laughs> she's gonna dump all. She's gonna snap. Out. That was such a good season. Yeah. yeah, I think everybody plays different than what they expect. Like they think they're gonna go out there and mm-hmm. they're gonna be like the best player ever, and you get out there and there's no food. You know, the talent, the challenges are hard. Sleep is yeah. hard as well. So yeah. I just think that everybody plays a little bit differently than what they think. And I think for the sure. game just really got to her <laughs> for sure. I also swear that that summer that I spent in Chicago, I saw Jatia at an L station. And <laughs> I swear. And I you even looked up to see. <laughs> I even looked up to see where she lived. And for whatever reason, when I looked it up, I was on the L station. I'm like, I think that's Jatia. I would like to talk to her. But I, I'm so nervous that it's not her, and I'm a big fool. So I googled. <laughs> you should have her. just like yelled it and then see. If yeah. She turned around. I I googled <laughs> it to see where she lived, and I remember distinctly because I didn't pursue it any further. Finding oh she's not from Chicago, but now I'm on the the page here, and it says she is from Chicago. Yeah. It probably was her. It was probably Jatia, and I could have met Jatia, but that would have been awesome. I didn't. And she's a I, nuclear engineer. I would I know, not dude. have like yeah. that's crazy. She was on the brain stride. 
yeah. That Brains tribe was like had three people that were good. And then <laughs> But those three were Garrett so good. Yeah, they well were. because it was it was Tasha and Spencer, and, Spencer and, Cass. and Cass. Yep. And Chaos Cass. This well, yeah, this season sure. <laughs> has given us more like memorable players than any recent season. The, this oh, was yeah. the strongest casted season in Modern Survivor. Like Between the Tony, top four. Yep. Woo sucks. <laughs> but, but it's Woo. Sure. <laughs> I love Woo Woo's in Apple commercials now. Come on. Woo is so oh, cool. Woo. Tony, Cass, Spencer, Tasha are all great. And Officer Sarah, too. Yeah, you have Sarah, too. Either this or Philippines is my favorite season. I cannot Close even call. remember like any of Philippines. I'm really liking this season that we're on so far, though. This one's been pretty good. It's been, you know, it's better than a lot that they've had in the past. So it's to me, I thought they've had a lot of strong players this mm-hmm. season. Like it's they're it's people a, it's that I can remember. Season, yeah. Like it's not just they sit home and whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm remembering them more than I would in a regular season. Well, this was a fun exercise. Thanks, guys, for drafting along with me. It was very fun. I enjoyed it. It was great. I loved it. Uh, Viewers or listeners, I should say, if you have ideas for crazy Survivor returning player seasons, uh, hit us up with those. Um, And maybe we'll draft one of your um, ideas, too. Uh, Our friend Emily, who is in our flagship rewatch program, uh, gave me her idea for a survivor twist twist season and i'm sure we'll actually mention it next time we talk to record and it's uh survivor crab walk (laughs) what (laughs) you can only crab walk (laughs) imagine walking to tribal council (laughs) yeah how would you even hold like your stuff it'd be terrible torch like (laughs) they'd have to like do these mini torches or something so maybe one time we'll draft um a, a survivor season, season based on who we think would be best at crab walking. <laughs> woo. I pick woo. Woo's number one. <laughs> yeah, give me woo. Give me woo. How would they solve puzzles? Would they do it with like their feet? It, hey, that's the question. <laughs> you, it, lots of new twists. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate your subscriptions. You should subscribe to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch co- podcast. We're here on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us those five-star reviews. That does a whole lot for us, and we appreciate that big time. And if you have friends who love Survivor, you probably do because you're listening to this, and you probably love Survivor. Hey, you should tell them about us. Um, We would love for more people to join this Outwatch journey with us. So uh, spread the news. It helps us a lot. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.